Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 50 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Hey, good to be here once again. Okay, we're going to talk about this week something that we haven't discussed much much in this podcast, and that is climate change. And what brought this to my attention was a ruling by the Supreme Court yesterday that I'm going to talk about a little bit later, a decision by the Supreme Court yesterday, and that reminded me that we hadn't talked about climate change very much. And before I get into the details, this conservative Supreme Court has overturned they're making a habit of overturning 50 years of precedent. They overturned the um, Voting Rights Act. It's all, it's all but gutted. And that's been around since 1965. They overturned Roe v. Wade. That was, in, that was four, 50 years ago. And now this latest decision is really digging into the EPA and the Clean Water Act, with both of which, well, one was in 1970 and one was in 1972. And we're going to talk about this more. But first... Since we haven't talked about climate change much, can you talk, tell us a little bit about what climate change is and how it's affecting us now? Yeah, I will, and I apologize. I'm going to read from a few uh, of a site because I also had to do some research on this because it's, it's really a fascinating thing. But from, from the United Nations website, which has some very good information, I'll read a couple of paragraphs and just talk a little bit about this, but it says in terms of what is climate change, Climate change refers to long-term shifts in temperatures and weather patterns. Such shifts can be natural due to changes in the sun's activity or large volcanic eruptions. But since the 1800s, human activities have been the main driver of climate change, and that's very important to keep in mind. Industrial revolution. Right, right. Mm -hmm. primarily due to the burning of fossil fuels like coal, oil, and gas. Burning fossil fuels generates greenhouse gas emissions that act like a blanket wrapped around the earth, trapping the sun's heat and raising temperatures. The main greenhouse gases that are causing climate change include carbon dioxide and methane. These come from using gasoline for driving a car or coal for heating a building, for example. Listen to this. Clearing land and cutting down forests can also release carbon dioxide. Agriculture, oil, and gas operations are major sources of methane emissions. Energy, industry, transport, buildings, agriculture, and land use are among the main sectors causing greenhouse gases. Now, all you have to do after that is think about what do humans do? Mm -hmm. That covers almost every sector of what we do. Agriculture is the major, the main right. industry. That's how we eat. Right. And, and also, it's the, 
the way it's the, it encompasses the change in farming. Right. Now, because as you know, as, you know Jesse Jackson used to talk about, say, the family farmer. Mm-hmm. And, what, and part of that now, because there's almost no family right. farmers right. left. Right. Now, it, it's a huge major industry. And the, and the science that they use, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the techniques that they use to farm. Agribusiness. A- agribusiness, right. Agribusiness is, is, is driving this in terms of what's used to, to heat our homes. Oil, gas. All, methane, all of these things, industry, mm-hmm. industry is what powers many of, our, many of our businesses. And so that's that's what we're talking about when we talk about what climate change is and mm-hmm. where it comes from. But I, as I <clears throat> kind of hinted at a little bit earlier, not hinted at, but wanted to point, draw attention to when they say that people are the driver behind right. this. I mean, humans did this. The dinosaurs did not create this. The animals in the forest. It's he people. And it's not, it's not. People just walking around. Right. It's the it's the things that that we have done, mm-hmm. and I think it's important and are doing and are doing, continue to do. And it's not necessarily to vilify all that we do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the answer is not to go back to living in the trees. That's not the answer. But I think, but we the problem is is that we there are ways to curb mm-hmm. what we have done, you know, and there are ways to live much more in harmony, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the country to live. I I I, I always think about. To me, what was uh, one of my favorite comedians is George Carlin, mm-hmm. and George Carlin just said that he made fun of the fact that he talked about some environmentalists who talked about you know we're we're killing the planet, save the planet, mm-hmm. and George Carlin said the planet will be fine, <laughs> we're screwed, right? Exactly. And for the sake of this, I'm checking the right. <laughs> But the point he made is that the Earth was here long before we got here, and right. we're just basically a blip. Right. And the Earth, the Earth, the planet itself, well, that, but it, but in terms of the life. Mm-hmm. The here, the plants, the, and the, and you look at the things that we've seen. Many of us are many of us are watching now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the image, the heartbreaking images of, of polar bears. Can I find any ice flows? I'm right. assuming because the, the it's falling apart. The glaciers, the ice, the what's happening in the Amazon, the mm-hmm. forest, all and and that those are some of the things. Just quickly, sea levels are rising. Sea levels are rising, and they're talking about within the next few years, the sea level by by the year twenty one hundred. If we continue on this current mm-hmm. path, the sea level was predicted to rise one to eight feet. Oh my gosh! By twenty one hundred, mm-hmm. you know, and so you know, hurricanes will become stronger. Um, we we watch many other stories about the wildfires mm-hmm. that are happening, like California. You wonder how much Cal- how much of California is going to be left? When right. you know how many anchors? Well, those wildfires will get worse. Well, and, that, and that's what's happening. This is what mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand. We've always had wildfires. We've mm-hmm. always had hurricanes. We've always had floods. But now they are stronger and much more frequent. Frequent. And they were, exactly, that's part of clearing the underbrush. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it's a natural thing uh, that, that has to happen. Right, the, right. But, but, but when you look, when you have these, the rate at which they happen, the speed, and also when there's no rain. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, when the, when the environment happens, one thing because the, the the nature depends on yes, they need the wildfire, but mm-hmm. then it expects the rain to come right. to put them out. But when we don't have any rain, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you start getting these you know lakes and river basins that are disappearing, where there's, where there's no, I mean that that agreement that was just made, and you may talk more about that later with California. Mm-hmm. They were they were uh, Cal was it California, Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Nevada it was a Colorado too, mm-hmm. yeah, where they were the agreement they had because they were up. Basically, President Biden said, "If you guys don't fix this, we will impose federal mm-hmm. guidelines." But it came to water, right? Right. Uh, because they're all because the the all of them have their own regulations about 
how how to use the water. Mm -hmm. And the the gripe of the essentially is this complicated thing. But as I understand it, for example, California, where there's so much agribusiness, mm -hmm. they have a ton of water, mm -hmm. and so their their agreement is we need to have this amount of water, otherwise people mm -hmm. don't get fed. Then you have areas like Arizona where there's a lot of growth, mm -hmm. and California says you're growing you're growing faster than you really have space for, you're right? Or water, or water for. Mm -hmm. So so why are we supposed to give up our water? It's kind of like in Florida where you get alligators in the pool where you're right. building in the backyard, mm -hmm. and it's the same. So there are the tensions that come back and forth about. And that reminds me, when I was in California visiting my aunt and uncle in the '60s, and we were washing dishes, and most people, I'm talking about by hand. Most people, when you wash dishes by hand, you have the, the faucet going. You put the soap on, then you have the faucets going the whole time right. so that you can rinse it off and then put it in the in the dish drain. My aunt said, "Oh no, 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 no. We don't need the the faucet. Right. She the one side of the sink was for soap. The other side of the sink was for Rinsing, you did not That's leave that. Husband, oh, you yeah. did not leave that. It's totally right. different, and there, like, and, and like you said, that was, and that was her that time, that, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 now it's become such mm -hmm. an issue. One of my cousins lives in Arizona, mm -hmm. and I was talking with her about the concern they mm -hmm. have because of what that can mean, right? Uh, in right. terms of how much water they get, how they're going to allocate it, mm -hmm. where is it going to go, and we're getting at a point now where. We just cannot afford to take these things for granted. Right. And and also, I believe we're, we're, we had, we, at one point, and I can't estimate how many years ago it was, but if we had changed the course of, which, of, of, of where we were headed, mm -hmm. we could have we could have continued to live to a, to a degree, I guess what I would call, for lack of a better term, business as usual. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. could, could have been okay, but because... We continue to ignore mm -hmm. all the signs and let it get worse and then to deny it and say there's no such thing as climate change, there's no such thing as global warming. And that but now we're at a point where we're just trying to I don't want to say survive, but it's trying to get to a point where we at least we'll be able to live in fairly mm -hmm. comfort. But to get back to where we had been. Right. That's not happening. Right. And you know? and and we're almost to the point of no return. That's what I'm talking we're about. We're almost to the point of no return. And the sad thing is is that Again, I keep bring, bringing this up, but the conservatives and the Republicans are going just the opposite way. They don't believe in climate change. They don't want climate change taught. And I saw something, and I didn't even put it in my notes for today's podcast, but I remember seeing this a, a couple months ago when somebody was talking about the climate and climate change and why we had to continue talking about it. And so the, the uh, question was, remember the ozone layer? And everybody said, oh, yeah, we used to have a problem with that. We don't have a problem with that anymore. No, we don't. Because all the countries got together and did something, whatever they That's did, so important. And, That's right. and got all got together and fixed it, because, so so that there was not a break in the ozone layer that was there before. Right. They acknowledged there was a problem. They acknowledged there was a problem, and they fixed it. Now, the Republicans and the conservatives don't even want to acknowledge there's a problem. Don't want to acknowledge it, how to fix it. And there was the Paris Accord. And talking about claims, this was a couple of years ago. Well, actually, it was during Obama administration. So you know how long ago that was. The Republicans, some of the Republicans said, what does that have to do with us? That's in Paris. The conference was happening in Paris. It had to affect the whole, but that's how, how little they think. That, that, that's their level of thinking. Ooh, that, that, that was in Paris. We're not going to worry about what's happening in Paris. Number one, not only was it a stupid statement, but yes, we do need to worry about what's happening in Paris and everywhere else. Because what happens in one place affects us here, and that's what the what unfortunately where the Republican way of thinking is really causing damage. Mm -hmm. Because 
it doesn't. They don't want to acknowledge the fact that we live on this planet with other people. Right, right, right. And, right. and even in our own country. Right. Because they, they, if those people that don't want to live the way they want to live, mm-hmm. they want to just ignore you and wipe you off the face right, of the right, earth. Right, right, right. And the fa- the fact of the matter is, is that you can't. It's basically mm-hmm. if we do not live in harmony, mm-hmm. then we will cease to live at all. Right, exactly, I mean, exactly. and that's what is happening with with what's going on with climate change and everything else is that you cannot ignore what is. Right. I, mean, there's a, and there's a, I, I read it a couple of days ago. I, I read it again, I should say. An indigenous saying that says we did not um, inherit the earth from, from our ancestors. We borrowed it from our children. Right. And also, one thing, and I know what you're, you're getting towards in terms of some of the, the news surrounding this, and one thing I think is important to talk about, and maybe you can talk about more later, but when you talk about the things that the Republicans aren't doing about why they're ignoring climate change, so, but that's exactly it. Why are they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not they have reasons why they don't do it. It's because of who's backing them. Right. You know, right. That, that's what's going right. on. And, uh, and again, the, the problem with not wanting the uh, populace to be educated, that's another thing, because there are actual adults in Congress who think climate and weather are the same thing. And I won't mention her name, but her initials are MTG. Mm-hmm. And she's and she's out of Georgia. She really thinks that she and because she, she said there's only one with climate, it changes four times a year. And so we are not teaching our children the difference between climate and weather. It's like what it is. And also I think I understand the reason. I think it's important people know the names of these people because they need to know. Margaret you know, Audrey Taylor, Taylor Green right. out of out of out of Georgia. And she was serious. Right. You know, why are we worried about, of course, the climate's going to change. It changes four times a year. And but that's, that's, the, that's, that's you, amazing. Right. Well, that when you get the kind of people elected, mm-hmm. that's the problem. When you begin to elect people based on the raw, incorrect criteria. Right. If you elect somebody to office based on ignorant criteria, you get ignorant, ignorant people. people. Right. Right. And, right. That's, what's, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. now. You wanted somebody who was going to be. Not know anything about anything, just to come in and start throwing bombs mm-hmm. and pushing far right ideology. Well, that's what you've got. Right. But she's ignorant, and the rest of them are ignorant. And so now we have a government that's teetering mm-hmm. because of people who they they they're they're evil they're evil hearted. Right. They're also stupid. Right. Exactly. And so that's exactly. the worst combination you can exactly have. exactly. And and because they're ignorant and stupid, they cannot even see the problem, much less tackle the problem. And so it's 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 just it's. As, as we were preparing for this, it just brought it back to the seriousness of the issue. And we haven't even touched on the fact that the neighborhoods and the areas that suffer the most are in the minority areas and all right, of that, and the poor areas. That, right. That's a whole, that's a whole other situation. But first, a word from our sponsor. The, the We Are Speaking podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. And you can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. Okay, back to our, our podcast. And and the irony is, is that I was talking about the um, Environmental Protection Agency, known as the EPA, that was created in 1970 by Republican President Richard Nixon. Who? I know, exactly. Yeah, Richard Nixon. Richard. Yeah, by Richard <laughs> Nixon. Nixon. Right. 
Right. And it was created to protect the environment and the public health from pollution. And the point of the EPA, of course, it's its own agency, and it works to reduce emissions, waste, and other environmental pollutants. And it also sets the standards for clean air, water, and soil quality. And we don't, we here in the States don't realize when we turn on the water, we expect it to be clean. We ne it never occurs to us that it's not clean. We expect these things. We expect the air to be clean. And we know, we know what happens when the air is polluted. Because those of us of a certain age remember when there was so much pollution and the EPA fought to clean that up. And like I said, that was done by a Republican, Rich Richard Nixon. And part of the Environment and Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, is the Clean Water Act, CWA. And that act was passed. Now, remember, when, when we say that it was started by Nixon, the president can't start it. The president can recommend it. But all of these acts have to go through Congress. Mm -hmm. So he was, President Nixon was the one who thought of it. Then he had to go to Congress. All laws have to come from Congress. So one of the EPA's most important legislations was the Clean Water Act. And it was passed in 1972. And guess who was still president in 1972? And it was created to protect... The nation's rivers, lakes, streams, and wetlands, this is important, from pollution. It sets limits on pollutants released in the bodies of water and requires industries to monitor their water quality. Now, to go back, one of the reasons why Nixon did the Clean Water Act, two things were happening at the same, uh, almost the same time. There was a huge oil spill in California, his home state. And I uh, polluted all the waters around there, you know, killed all the, all the uh, uh, sea life and all of that. Near Santa Barbara. Wasn't it was, I think it was near Santa Barbara. And then also around that time, for those of us who were old enough to remember, the Cuyahoga River in Ohio caught fire. It caught fire because there was so much pollution in there and so much oil and all that because they were just throwing stuff in the river and just throwing stuff in, and the river actually caught fire. Didn't the lake in Cleveland catch fire once? Right, exactly, exactly. And so the EPA and the CWA were put in place to take care of these kinds of things. It's at these standards and which brings us to what is happening now. Oh, I, I want to say one more thing. Back, talking about the, 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 the land, preserving the land and preserving the water, the first president to really put the environment as, as, as one of his issues was Republican President Theodore Roosevelt. Not only was he was a Republican, but he was a, uh, a progressive. He's the one that's, that started with the Grand Canyon and all of that, you know, save, saving all of that. So all of these things that we go to and that, are, that have been saved and protected all these years, a couple of centuries now, was because of Republican President Theodore Roosevelt. He started that. Republican President Richard Nixon, you know, started the EPA and the, and the Clean Water Act. But now all of that has changed because with these conservative uh, Supreme Court justices now, now that there's, and, and the reason, like Keith said, the reason this happens is because of, uh, it's always follow the money. Businesses have never liked re regulations. They fight every single regulation that comes up. We talked about when the bank failed a few months ago. It was because the businesses didn't follow the regulations. They don't like regulations. And so they talked the, talked the Trump administration into, into easing the regulations on the way banks operate. And then the bank failed. And, and it's the same thing what happened when the banks failed in the 80s and when the banks failed in the 30s. And so businesses never like regulations. So the first thing that happened that the Supreme Court did in 
2001, the Supreme Court ruled that the Clean Water Act protected only those wetlands with a continuous surface connection to other waterways. And if you just get in your mind what a wetland is, a wetland is not always the same as a lake or a river. But wetlands are extremely important to the environment. They help to control flooding. Of course, they help to control wildlife. That's why they protect the wildlife. And they are not necessarily connected to the river. And so originally the EPA and the Clean Water Act protected the, the, the rivers and lakes, but also the wetlands. And you don't have to be a scientist or anything. You can just see in your mind from movies and TVs, you've seen the wetlands. And you've seen how those uh, reefs uh, you know, rise up from there. Mm-hmm. That's where the frogs live and all of those kinds of things. So the, and that's what the first thing the Supreme Court did in 2001 and said protected only those wetlands with a continuous surface connection with other waterways. So the wetlands that are not directly connected to a lake, those are no longer protected. So that means that developers can come in. That means that people can put pollution in there and all of that because, because of that. And that was in 2001. Okay, so that the decision was in, it was called Sackett versus the EPA. No, no, that's the one from yesterday. So, so now yesterday, and this is 2023, which is a long way from 2001, but it's still happening. The, the, the decision yesterday from the Supreme Court, Sackett versus the EPA, is again expanding that, leaving many wetlands without federal protection against pollution or degradation. And that came from someone who wanted to build, some person wanted to build their house near a wetland. And he was told that he couldn't go, he couldn't, the building of the house and all that would be needed, you know, roads and sewage and all that kind of thing, would, 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 would damage the wetland, which was near where he wanted to build his house. So he sued. And as if there was nowhere else for him to build his house, okay? And so the Supreme Court yesterday issued a decision that removes federal protection for millions of acres of the remaining wetlands. And just like the glaciers in Alaska, those are melting and they will never they come, back come back again. And if we and if we destroy our wetlands, they will never come back again. And all of this is mixed together. And so when the, the heat is melting the glaciers, that's raising the sea level, not to mention killing the animals that depend on, on living on that ice. The polar bears are drowning. They're drowning up there in Alaska. And meanwhile, down here, animals are dying because we are destroying their habitat. And the reason why we're doing it, again, again is that... People, particularly in this country, but elsewhere as well, we insist on living a life of convenience. Right, right, right. You know, if it's not convenient, and you know, we, are, we, we all, when we want to go on vacation, want to see the beautiful mountains, mm-hmm. want to go to the beaches, mm-hmm. want to see all the natural habitat, but we don't want to do what it takes right. to keep them that way. Right. Because, because that's inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And so when you start talking about, like you say, regulations, et cetera, well, that's inconvenient right. to them. You know, and so they say, well, we can't. We don't want to do that because that's inconvenient. We looked up and what happened in Flint with the right. drinking water. That was mm-hmm. because that was inconvenient to someone with the right. drinking water. And, and, children, and now they have, kids have lead poisoning. Mm-hmm. When I uh, was a reporter in Florida, you know, go back to 90, I moved here in 95, 93. I mean, so we're talking about between late 89, 93. There was a, several major stories there. And I joked earlier about you know alligators and swimming pools. 
that was happening because these yeah, they literally what they were building homes where number one where they did not need to right right and, and alligators live there right so when you keep on pushing out and out where they have nowhere to go they can't that's, they, that's what that's what they, they ended up that's where they ended up and you, you open up your front door front and there's alligators you know, you know large snakes poisonous snakes etc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the other story so they had that but the other story that would happen that was I, I will never forget. When they were building these again, development because right. developer because the the, the developer I forget called the, the codes mm-hmm. at that time I'm sure it hadn't Building changed right. are mm-hmm. so lax mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Florida. Yeah, and and one of the two things that brought that out in pair with Hurricane Andrew, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Andrew, they when Hurricane Andrew came through, there's a big front page picture, mm-hmm. and there was a road that basically on one side of the road were homes that were built when the codes were right. Mm-hmm. And the other side, when the codes when the codes weren't, and literally, mm-hmm. the homes that were on one side were still standing. Right, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And the ones on the other, they were all okay. flat mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they didn't have to have any mm-hmm. code. And then they were building all these houses way further out in the, in the wetlands, mm-hmm. in the Everglades. They just kept on trying to wipe them out mm-hmm. so they could, so people could have these homes and charge them. And then come to find what they did. But the code was, they said, okay, because... They, they couldn't get any water pressure right, anymore because right. they were so far out. So because you're supposed to have pipes that are a certain diameter, so mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. but they build make them smaller. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they touch out, they change the size of the pipes, and so what they would do was that they build these homes out there, and then to try and then but then that they would t- they would only test it because they have to they, even they had some codes that right. you'd have to have a test to make sure there's enough water so you can flush the toilet. Right. So what do they do? They test the flush in the d- middle of the day when nobody's there. Yeah. And then, and people came back, and they so people were working out right, right. so the moment night. Right. And what happens is that people say, oh, great. So they don't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. They buy this house, and then they, they can't flush the toilet. There's no water pressure. And what until they found out later, the developers, and completely legally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the home didn't even belong right. there. Right, right, right. But, but rather than just say, you know what, we don't need to be here. This is not right. We can build somewhere else. No, that's inconvenient because Joe has to have a house mm-hmm. in this area, won't have it anywhere else. And plus, the developer, they can rake in tons of cash because all these homes that they build, are multi hundred thousand dollar mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not going to tell them I can't build a million dollar five hundred thousand dollar home just because of some stupid <laughs> wetland. Right, right, right. And so, and so and, and once and once the people move, what happens is I mean they're gone. Right, they've got their money. Right, right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So what happened with this ruling yesterday? What what the Supreme Court did was make the the interpretation of what a wetland is even more narrow. So that leaves more, that leaves less protection for the wetlands. And as I, as we said before, the wetlands are not necessarily directly connected to the lake next to them or to the river next to them. And like I said, you don't have to be a scientist to, you know, to realize it. You can see that on TV. You can see that on a map, you know, but the wetlands, like I said, they help with pollution. They control flooding. And of course, the wildlife that lives there and the wildlife is part of the echo system that is all tied in together and so that's why this is so serious and so uh one one of the people that was that was so upset about this this ruling said from the great lakes to the chesapeake bay america water america's waterways depend on the wetlands they are the kidneys of our ecosystem filtering out pollution that can threaten the health of, of swimmers wildlife and our drinking water Already, our nation has lost vast expanses of wetlands to sprawl, mining, pipelines, and more. And you've heard about, you know, when people are protesting these pipelines coming because the oil is in Canada to get it down here to the lower 48. 
that they'll, they'll, they'll they want to lay a pipeline without realizing that you just can't put a pipeline just any old place, but which is what they want to do because, like you said, convenient. <laughs> but then, but they're destroying the environment, and that's why they fight so hard. And we've won a couple. We've won a couple of. Uh, when I say we, those people who are who are protesting that because it was in, I think like North and South Dakota, but also in Michigan, there were some fights against pipelines. Yes, and and so we so we we when I say we the protesters won some initial uh, suits about that, but but the businesses are still fighting, and again to make it convenient and to make it so that they get more money and without any regard for what they're doing, how they're destroying the environment, and so what happened was is that. And this agency that does work with the EPA says that that narrow interpretation about continuous surface connection is there's no such thing all, all over the world. So that, that shouldn't even be a thing. Wetlands are wetlands, rivers and lakes are rivers and lakes, and those two things don't always meet. It doesn't mean that the wetlands are not important. And so this is going to be a big fight. But again, the Supreme Court has gone against decades, decades, decades of, of precedent, decades of research. Decades of work because uh, one person wanted to build his house near a wetland. So we're gonna we're gonna continue to talk about this. And uh, of course, the number one thing on people's minds right now is the debt ceiling. And so we'll see what happens between now <laughs> and and next week for our next podcast. But everybody have a, a wonderful weekend. We have a three day weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Yep. But remember the climate. Remember the climate. Remember Mother Earth. <laughs> see you next week.